All right, welcome back, everybody, to episode number four of D Cures Albu Fett. And this week we are going over clean. And bro, this I understand from our last conversation when you were talking about going into this album, and so I understand like where you were going with the the differences between it and definitely the speed and the the intensity with this album versus build and and like you were building up to this and and i love it um and i definitely love what you talk about in this album because it, it, you start off right from the beginning talking about judge being like being judged and how a yeah. lot of people and i think it's crazy because i've noticed there's a lot in your music that you talk about it a lot so is that like does it happen a lot that you people judge you for your tattoos your beard and your height and and all these things because you do bring it up frequently yeah i think i might experience that more often because of where we live there's a lot of retired folks and so maybe i just look extra scary to people but yeah that's something um i think people are always like um especially when i go to do something nice for somebody and then they get a look at me they're like they're very surprised you could tell by their look on their face um you know that someone like me might might do a nice thing for a stranger so yeah very very awkward um but it's it's something i just kind of got used to honestly living where we do so yeah got you so what what made you decide that that was the way that you wanted to start the album like with that like being the the beginning of the track and like talking about like you're not welcome and, and just talking about that part of it yeah, that's just like another thing to clean out, um, um, to not worry about, you know, the way that people view you, the way people observe you. So that was just me kind of, you know, venting. And that was kind of like therapeutic for me to just kind of get it off my chest and into a song. And so that was me just <laughs> letting steam off to mm. start it off. Got you. Okay. Yeah. And so what, what brought, like, so I know we talked earlier about, like, like why you made this album and and because you know you're going from build up to clean and talking about like covid and talking about like just getting clean right and and, and your your relationship with god is moving along and stuff like that because in this but and this one you kind of start talking about that a little bit more so what yeah. made you realize or what made you want to in this album kind of like where were you at with your faith your walk like was it starting to get better like what was going on there yeah, I mean, it was definitely getting better at this point, but there were still, I feel like there were things I was, you know, holding on to, um, anger about, you know, things that had happened in the past, bad relationships, um, how long I let alcoholism consume me. And so there was a lot, you know, that I just wanted to kind of clean out. Um, you know, I talk about locked out, like those bad relationships. Um, center of attention was just kind of like talking about um the way that i felt that certain people um needed to be the center of attention in, in the music industry and me just accepting you know my role and where i was at um and so a lot of it was just you know me venting and me talking about things that i needed to clean out um because i think a lot of the time we get caught up you know with um the way that we perceive ourselves the way that we perceive the world um and so a lot of clean was literally cleaning out you know the negative cleaning out um the regret of you know all those years that i spent 
drinking. So yeah, clean. And like I said, clean um, came at, at a perfect time because COVID and everyone was extra cleaning their house and it just lined up perfectly um, to be talking about that stuff too. When I talk about fallen, um, I'm talking about aliens that um, landed on earth and observed what was going on and saw that people were going crazy um, with the yeah, could you toilet, talk about the toilet, toilet paper, paper scare, yeah. <laughs> the toilet paper scare of 2020 um, and all that stuff. So it was kind of like a fun way to talk about what was going on in the world mm. as like a, a story from an outside perspective. Mm. So, so no, something that you just said was you were talking about how you've lost, and we've talked about this before, but with you, a lot of, with your alcoholism due to it, you've lost a lot of relationships, right? And then the song Locked Out, you talk about that. So my question for you is now being sober eight years, right? How do you deal with that? Because a lot of people, when when that happens, it's a reoccurring thought, right? It's like they can't forgive themselves for it or they can't move on from it. And, you know, and I know that for the two of us, like we have faith in Jesus Christ and we know that he's just and faithful to forgive us of our sins. So for us, like that's a huge thing that you probably would assume you relate to and you probably fall on like, wow, like God is just to forgive me of that. Right. So what is it, though? Like, how would you describe that? Because a lot of people, they just can't get over the past. They can't get over what they've done to somebody or they. Or if you're on the other side of the fence, like I can't get over what this person did to me. And in this album, you talk a lot about that. You talk about judgment. You talked about being like you feel like you're sucked into this or you're locked into this and you can't get out of it. Like, can you kind of talk about that? Yeah. So I feel like um, all those, you know, relationships where I made terrible decisions um, that I was the cause of, you know, failed marriages. Um at the end of the day, I wanted to be a better person, obviously for me, but as um, an example to those people that, um, you know, I've decided to live a different way, um, whether whether they see it or not, you know, I don't really talk to anyone that, you know, was an ex or whatever in the past, but I think being, you know, um, someone that's changed and set, set kind of that example of, you know, the renewal of of me um, just kind of gives, I hope, you know, anyway, that it gives them peace too, because um, they don't see, you know, what I used to be. Um, So I think a lot of that is obviously you want to change for yourself to live, live a better life. But at the same time, like you can set an example for um, the, the bad, the negative, the, the ugly that you've left in the past. And um, I think, you know, if someone stumbles across me um, that used to know me, I hope that they, they're they happy for me. You know, I hope they, they can see the change um, and that I'm living, you know, a, a way, way better way that they were used to seeing. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's definitely a tough one. Um, something that I held on to for a long time, a reason that I drank for so long, I think because I've beat myself up over and over because I have been divorced twice and it was obviously difficult for me, but I felt worse because of what I did to them. Like I was fine. Like, you know, there was a time when I was like, I like being sad. I like being depressed. Like this, this is just my thing. 
And honestly, I just felt bad about what I did to them because they had hope, you know, in me and I failed them. And so um, a lot of that, you know, that change, a lot of that growth in my faith is just me, you know, displaying that I've changed, um, whether they see it or not, you know, <laughs> here, here I am. So hopefully they're doing good. I'm doing pretty good. So I hope they are too. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> one of the other things you talk about too in, in this album is you talk about letting go of your faith. What can you explain that for me? Because I kind of was a little confused. Like, are you saying from what I, from the way that I gathered it is that you're saying that you didn't know what you needed to be saved from. So in that moment, in that time you lost faith. And because of that, it showed you all of these things so right. like, was, is that where you, where you were going with it? Like, where were you going with that? Yeah. Like if, if you think you don't need your faith, then lose it <laughs> and see how bad you need it when your life is falling apart. That's basically what I was saying. Um, I think that was from small towns Yes, yeah. where I was kind of talking about, um, you know, lo lose your faith and then realize, you know, how important that, that thing is to you. Um, and that's something I've done, you know, that's something that I've lived through. Um, for, for many, many years, you know, being an alcoholic and being completely away from my faith and from the church. And so, yeah, that was just me basically in a harsh way saying, if you think your faith is not important, then, then forget about it, then lose it, and then see where you end up. You'll end up in a bad place. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, But you know what's 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 amazing about it is that, like, is being able to, as we go through your albums, is being able to see how you talk about losing your faith, but then you talk about gaining it back. And then, you know, and that's, and I'll tell you, it's crazy because as these albums persist and as we go through them, they're like, I'm, I'm listening to them and I'm gaining a lot of insight from them because I'm thinking about like my time, right? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about like when I lost faith and I'm thinking about like when God was just and God was still standing there like, like, hey yeah. man, I'm I'm right here. Like if you if you just ask me for some help, like I, I got you though. And <laughs> you know, right and, and that's really what it is, man. Is that like I'm just looking at this album and and it really does make you realize that like, bro, it's okay to fail, it's okay to get hurt, it's okay to lose faith, but we need to regain that faith and we need to come back and we need to, you know, come back to him and ask for forgiveness and repent and 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 just be better, right? And and you were talking about it before with, with the alcoholism and you know how it feels to have failed people. But the most important thing now is that you're not everything that we do isn't supposed to be for us. It's supposed to be in His glory, and it's supposed to be for mm. Him. And and that's why it's like when I ask that question about like, okay, well, how do we get over these things? Well, that's the answer. Okay, we 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 get over these things by being able to point to Him. So when people are like, hey, like you did all the stuff, but now you really don't. You know, you you've moved on from it, and this, this, and the third. Like the answer has to be us pointing back to him and saying, "Well, it's because of what he did in my life." And yeah. and if we're and if we're true, and and like you know, like Tyson was like Tyson had made a post about it, and just like, are we being fruitful in our ways, and are we, you know, are we new creatures? Because that's the biggest thing is that we're supposed to be new creatures when we get saved and when we start, you know, when we believe in Jesus. So 
you know, and I think that's a lot of what you're talking about in this album is just coming clean to yourself, the people around you, and and just getting ready to just be a new person with with Aaron and, you know, mm-hmm. like just talking about like with everything. But I, I think my biggest thing, and I've said this before, is just like, it's just, I love the way that you portray it. And, and my favorite part about the way that you portray it is that on my way upstairs to do the podcast, I asked my son, I said, hey, Lucas, do you want me to say anything to Deke here? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, what do you want me to say? And he goes, I love his music. And and I'm like, bro, this is a four-year-old kid who, you know, he's he's able to listen to your music. And, bro, I, I hope one day this dude's, like, lyrical because it this guy knows, like, lyrics and stuff. And it's, like, yeah. it's insane because I'm like, I don't even know what he just said. Uh, <laughs> Very cool. But that's the biggest thing is that I, I love the fact that you can peel your music back and you can learn from it and that you can you can decipher and understand what you were really going through when you were writing this music. Um, so what was there anything I know you listened to the album before we got on. Was there anything that we that you thought about or kind of like looked at and was like, wow, like we got to talk about this? Um, it kind of goes back to what you were saying, you know, without God's redeeming grace. You know, I wouldn't have been able to make those changes to to kind of clean all that stuff out. And so, um, like you said, it all does point back to him. You know, the reason that my life has changed is because of him, you know, because he saved me in the in the darkest time of my life. And so, yeah, I think, you know, clean was was big in terms of growth, but also just to let go of stuff and, and give it up to God, because, man, we hold on to that stuff. We'll hold on to it forever. And so, you know, that was just like the first attempt of kind of starting to let those things go, clean it out and, you know, start it, start over. So So what was it, was there any like, and I know that we may have talked about this before, but was there any like determining moment where you realized like, like, I know that like you like like there's been points in your life where like you know enough is enough, but like because you easily could have been the person who's like oh I'll, you know because now it's eight years that you're sober, right? So you've been clean right for yeah. eight years, and you easily could have gone back to the drink at any point in these eight years. Like at, at this point, you could have just been like oh you know what it's been long enough. My wife loves me. You know I we have a great relationship. I'm sure it was, wouldn't be an issue if I had a beer tonight. And, you know, even in I was watching your reels today on TikTok and in one of them, um, you know, you have the Bud Light can that's clearly empty. And, you know, and that, that in that moment, like you had to clearly go to the liquor store or somebody <laughs> bought it for you. Right. But whatever. Yeah. You still had that thing in your hand that once upon a time was yeah. a big freaking deal. Like that thing held on to your life and, and stopped you from doing things and living for a long time. So, yeah. so what is it that, what was it that said, Hey, you know what? I got to clean up my act. And then what is it that continues to keep you on this clean and straight and narrow path? And like for the point where you can grab a Bud Light tall boy and not just, you know, bang it back. The perspective that my life is so much better than it ever was. I think just goes to show me that I'm moving in the right direction, that I'm moving in the way that God wants me to move. Um, that um, temptation, you know, while it was there when I went and bought that tall can 
imported out for the sake of a joke was like um, kind of just proven to me that it wasn't a big deal. You know, I could I could go buy that and dump it out without even thinking about taking a sip. And so, um, yeah, I just know that I've been saved from something so dark, man. I mean, the the place that I was in, I was ready to die. Like I didn't care about my life. I didn't care about, you know, anyone around me, anyone that was involved in my life. Like, honestly, I was selfish and I just wanted to be not that person. And so to realize, you know, that I was going to kill myself and then God decided like, no, no, you're not. I'm going to show you um, how much I love you, you know, before, before anything else. I mean, <laughs> to have that and, and, you know, to see as my life progresses, to see my faith grow, to see my relationship grow, um, man, it keeps my eyes wide open. It it lets me know that I'm loved, um, that my life means a lot to, to him and to many other people. And so um, the music really helps me to, to be real with myself, to remember, you know, how bad it was. Um, I think that's something I've said to you before, you know, that if I get far away from it, if I forget how bad it was, then I might drink, you know, but if I remember and I keep that in my mind and I write music about, you know, those dark places, then it's easy to say like, this is why I continue to go the other way because my life was so dark. I was so selfish. I was so hateful. I was so angry. Um, man, I can never be that person again. And so- mm-hmm there's been a transformation in, in me and in my heart, you know, that knows I'm not going back that way. Um, yeah. And that's just, you know, well, and I think, and I think that's to that too, to that point, like, I think it's important to do those things, like for you to be able to go and grab a tall boy of Bud Light and then take it to your sink and then pour it out like that. <laughs> Like, and and for you to be somebody who dealt with that, right? And I'm not saying that, like, you know, if you're a heroin addict, you should go hang out with people who do heroin and watch them <laughs> shoot themselves up. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that, like, for myself, like, I'm, I'm going on six months sober, and I like to go sit at the bar with my friends and get a Heineken Zero. Because for me, it's like... I'm it's showing myself discipline and that I'm not going to get a Jameson and ginger. I'm not going to get another drink. And, and it's still like, and it's also showing my friends because I have people who say all the time, I'm like, bro, you're really never going to drink again. And I'm like, no, I never said that. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that I'll never drink again. I'm just, now I'm at the point, like you said, where I just think about the fact that like in the past six months, I haven't woken up hung over once and it feels great. Like yeah. it, it, it feels That's, great to know that like I can go to bed and then get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym and that I'm not going to be groggy and that I'm going to get a good night's sleep. Like and then and then I think about like all the other things, you know, like the arguments, the fights with my wife, the, you know, the the lying to my wife and telling her that I'm at work, but I'm at the bar like and it's mm. like all of that was for what? You know, and yeah. and at this point I enjoy like I, I we have these 0.0 beers that I got. Because and it's a seltzer, you know, and I just drink seltzer and it's like, okay, because but for me, it's like I I just enjoy being able to, you know, because like I'll be honest, if I could smoke cigarettes and it wasn't bad for me, I would smoke cigarettes because I I enjoy 
like I, but I don't smoke anymore because of my health and because I know how horrible it is and what it's done to yeah. my family. Um, but for me, when it comes to like the alcohol thing, like now that I'm six months sober, like I really don't think that I'll probably ever go back to drinking because I know myself too. Like like yesterday, um, I grabbed the beer out of the fridge. It's a, it's like I said, it's a zero point zero, and I grabbed it out of the fridge and I cracked it open and I was drinking it. And I and my wife looked over at me and she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm having a beer." And she was like, "What?" She was like, "You're what?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm having a beer." I, I was like, "You know what? I, I just I just realized it doesn't matter anymore." I was like, "What's one gonna do?" And then she was like, "Doug, you're out of your effing mind." And she like went to grab it and and she's like, "Wait a minute, that's not a real beer." And I'm like, "I was like, <laughs> but it but it but it felt good though because like when I was drinking." And I would bring up drink, uh, not drinking. My wife would never pressure me not to drink. Like she would never say like you should stop drinking. Mm-hmm. But when I would bring it up, and she'd be like, she'd be like, okay, so then stop drinking. And now that I'm six months into it, like when I talk about getting a beer, or I'm like, how bad would it be? She's just like, Doug, you don't need it. Like you've shown that you don't need it. You've shown that you can get through it without it. And yeah. you know, and I and I think that's a lot of what what happens to people, right? Is that you know, they like I have a, a friend of mine recently um, who he was sober for four years and he got a divorce and uh, we were hanging out and just talking at work. And I was like, oh, hey, man, uh, he went to get a bottle of water and he came back and he, it was a it was like a mead jar. And and I was like, I was like, you don't drink. And he was like, oh, I fell off the wagon. And I was like, I was like, no, you didn't. I was like, bro, you've been sober for four years. There is no way you fell off the wagon. And he was like, no, yeah, I did. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, you're being serious right now? And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I went out to Texas or Tennessee. And he's like, you know, I I got drunk and now I've been drinking again. And I'm just like, damn, man, like you went four years, dude. And, you know, and now it's like, you know what, man? And now but now I'm just trying to, like, remind him, like, bro, you did it before. And, you know, and you're saying, you know, hey, that I can get it under control. But, like, why even get it under control? Like, why? Right. You can't you can't get it under control if it's truly a problem. Um, Man, that that whole thing kind of has me a little wary. Um, The like. To me, you have to change the way you live. You know Mm. what I mean? Like for me, for me, if there was a time for sure when I was like trying to get sober, but I was still hanging out at the bar. Um, And while I I like told myself that was like willpower and that was strength to do that, it also was put me in a bad position. You know what I mean? So Mm. um, that definitely makes me wary because along with, you know, changing because obviously like getting sober is a radical change um yeah from what you're used to um there should be other change that comes along with that you know what i mean like you have to learn to live in a little bit of a different way and you Mm -hmm. know i'm not the the type of person to preach to you so uh, for me that would not work like if i was still hanging out at the bar uh, the cure would be a drunk guy so um that's that's you know scary if you ask me yeah <laughs> no i you know what bro and and but you know what though like 
these are the reasons why I love our conversations because without preaching at me, it's very easy for you to be like, Hey, like, that's not on me. But, but you know what though? I could definitely understand where you're coming from because it's like, you don't want to put yourself in the position to receive temptation if you don't need to. Right. Cause you don't know how many times it might take. Like it might take a hundred times for you yeah. to be like, okay, I'll, I'll have yeah. a shot or, you know, I'll have one beer. Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, that first, that first year is the hardest too. And if you're still being tempted, you know, one bad day could send you over the edge. So mm. I just, Hey, you're always in my prayers. So yeah, no, I got you for man. you. Yes, sir. So, um, so next we have D cure. D cure. That is, that is the next album that we're going to cover. So where, um, what, what do you see? Like where, 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 where's your mindset in that? Where are you going with that? How do you feel about it? Like what, what should we be expecting diving into that album? Um, so the many years of therapy and stuff that I did while trying to get sober, they always told me, you know, that if you have depression, if you have, you know, these addictions, there's likely something in your past that ha um, there's something in your past that happened likely, you know, that caused for you to go in this direction. And so for D-Cure, I went back to my childhood and kind of, you know, searched out some things. Um, this album was more fun, like talking about the way I grew up. Um, I had a paper out. I was jumping on my bed. Um, all these um, good times, really. I had a pretty good childhood. So um, I, I wanted to just go back and kind of relive some of those times and see what happened, what happened to me. And so mm. that's kind of what the cure is my, my origin story. Okay. All right. Well, I am excited for that one. I'm going to dive deeper into that one. And um, listen, for everybody who's been listening tonight, I do wholeheartedly apologize. We've had horrible internet connection and I think we've probably had uh, been in and out of this a lot. Um, I am going to edit this to the best of my ability and we'll get this out to you guys and it'll be on the YouTube page. And I'm going to call, you know, the internet company and tell them to fix themselves. Um, but I also think or it's because we're supposed to get a tornado. So I think it's also oh, the weather. Man. Could be, yeah. So, yeah, we're, um, but hey, we're in the mountains, so we get the same issue when this when the snow's coming, man. So, yeah. So, oh, all right. Well, hey, listen. Thank you so much, sir. I hope you have a good rest of the evening, and we are out of here. Yes, sir. You too. <laughs>